Welcome to the DAT Extra Podcast, a production of Dairy Attended Today. This is Melissa Hart, and today we visit with Rachel Van Buren of Lowville, New York. When we did this interview, Rachel had not been on her fall judging tour, so she doesn't even mention how successful they were in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania at the All-American Dairy Show Judging Contest. She's on the Cornell University Dairy Judging Team, where they won the contest at the All-American Dairy Show, and Rachel placed ninth high individual. So congratulations to Rachel and her entire Cornell University dairy judging team for winning that contest. Now here's our visit with Rachel Van Buren. I'm back at college. I'm a senior at Cornell. I'm studying animal science with a concentration in dairy management. Um, so it's my hopefully my last and final year here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually started classes the week of state fair. So I actually missed the first week of school. Um, to exhibit cows at the state fair and so now I'm back kind of actually doing some school for the time being until I go to state show next week so oh gosh then Harrisburg and then Expo (laughs) did you do you know you could have just said hey I'll see you in October (laughs) yeah exactly I I and I scheduled my classes very light this fall knowing that I was going to or having commitments to shows and you know I wanted to show obviously a lot this fall too it's my last year as a junior so you know it's kind of my last last hurrah so I wanted it to be a good time and you know be able to spend and dedicate as much time to it as as needed so okay so what so you're studying dairy science at Cornell what do you want to do when you get out oh right so that's the that's the million dollar question (laughs) As a senior, you get asked that a lot, especially over this over the summer. I heard that a lot. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. I I obviously didn't grow up on a farm, so I don't have a farm to go back to, which is totally fine. Um, I guess that allows me, you know, keeps my options open. I'm interested in in genetics and and repro dairy genetics, dairy repro, and I'm not totally committed on whether I want to go back to a farm and work with a farm, you know, with high genomics or high type herd and work on that side of uh, like IVF embryo type deal or, you know, if I want to go work for a, a stud company after school and, you know, work in their genetic sire program as well. Um, I haven't really figured that out. Both options sound like maybe they sound intriguing, I guess, um, but I'm definitely open to whatever and I'm not really committed to anything quite yet. Okay, that sounds good. Have you had internships along the way? Yeah, so this past summer I was up at in Maine at Bergeen Farm. So the Briggs Bullard family up there. Yep. So I fed calves and worked on their heifer side of things. Um and I also worked with their show heifers and some of their show cows and I made ice cream. They have their own creamery up there, so um, and they make custard. So I made um, frozen custard as well. So I kind of did a whole bunch of different jobs, which was fun. I got to experience a lot of different parts of the farm. And then two summers ago, I uh, was an intern at Affinity Ag out in Finley Lake, New York. They milk, oh, I hope I don't get this wrong, I want to say they milk around 1,200 cows. They have a very unique setup. They actually buy in all of their cows as freck two-year-olds, so they don't raise any of their own fre- uh, their own heifers. 
So they breed everything to beef, and I just did herd work there. So I was primarily, I was with the cows all the time, um, treating, giving vaccines, assisting with some births here and there. Um, so I was 100% cows that summer, and then this past summer I was kind of 100% on the, like, heifer and calf side. So it was kind of a nice balance between the two summers. You didn't grow up on a farm, right? Did you grow up? How did you get into showing Holsteins? Yeah. So I I guess saying I didn't grow up on a farm is slightly inaccurate, but (laughs) not totally true. My grandfather, the house that I grew up on had a small barn. And so my grandfather did have um, oxen, beef cows, and he would board some heifers for other farms in the area. So I, I was you know, involved in agriculture at a young age. And I always went out to the barn and helped with chores. But my older brother, my mom bought my eldest brother a calf when he turned eight, a registered Holstein calf. And um, when I turned eight, the same thing happened. And so we would always tie in with um, Jack Ross. So I've tied in with Jack Ross since since a young girl. I actually, uh, so that's kind of where it started all. And we all got involved a little more. I have an older brother, Caleb, and a younger brother, Sam. Um, and we kind of all started enjoying showing registered Holsteins. So um, my father tore down the original barn that was on our property and um, built us a 20 cows tie stall with um, four box stalls at the back. So we still had beef cows. We still boarded some heifers for some farms to kind of balance out the cost of our showing. (laughs) And and then us kids had our show cows, our show heifers in there as well. So, but the barn was our responsibility. So it was me, my two brothers and I going out to the barn twice a day, making sure chores got done. Obviously my parents helped with like the financial side of things, but because they were financing majority of this, we were in charge of Uh, making sure everybody got fed twice a day and making sure everybody was clean and taken care of. So so it's not your typical, like I grew up on a 500 cow dairy. (laughs) But so I kind of got like a a little taste of the dairy industry and ag through that. But I definitely fell in love with the dairy industry because of showing. And that was like my first initial step into the dairy industry was because of showing and definitely wouldn't have wouldn't be here at Cornell studying dairy without the registered Holstein and that type side of the industry. So you were involved with the New York Holstein Junior Activities. How did you get involved with that? Yeah, so I did 4-H at a young age. So I did a 4-H quiz bowl. And then I think one year my mom was like, oh, you know, Junior Holstein does a quiz bowl too. Like if you do it for 4-H, how can it, you know, we should try for Junior Holstein. And it's a little earlier in the year as well. So it's great practice. Get a competition in before the 4-H competition. So I think we just, one year, my mom took our county. I think I was probably in, uh, yeah, I was probably in middle school when we first went as a county and, first started going just to compete for Dairy Bowl and I did Dairy Jeopardy and I think as I grew older and started um, you know meeting new kids and like meeting some friends I wanted to go back for 
other reasons <laughs> besides just competing. And I think also as I started getting a little older, you know, you started looking up to those um, older kids as well who sat on JEC and stuff like that. So I think I saw them and I was like, oh, you know, I admire them. They're super cool. They, you know, they go to Cornell, they go to Copalskill, they're on the dairy judging team, they're winning um, shows. I think that's a really great fit for me as well. And so it's, I've now been on, this is my third year, I think, on the JEC. And it's a great opportunity for leadership and just to meet new people, um, network, kids and adults both ways. And just get your name out there, but also develop skills that will help you with your career in the future. So you've been involved on the JAC for three years and is yeah. it, you're still on that? Yes, this oh. is my last year because it's my last year as a junior. Right, okay. <laughs> Are you on the judging team at Cornell? Have you been? Yes. Okay. Tell yeah. me about that. This year. Yeah, so I'm on the judging team this year um, with Adam King, Jade Atherton, and Sophie Woodis. I'm super excited, super pumped. We just, the week before State Fair, we had our, um, like, boot camp week mm -hmm. um, where we, like, traveled around um, New York State, visited a bunch of different farms, judge cows. Our coach is Kevin Zimba. You know, he was super helpful. Um instilling confidence in us and developing our skills um but i think dairy judging is a great opportunity not only to become a better showman and become a better dairyman because you understand how to logically break down a cow and understand different breeds what you're looking for in different breeds but i also think it's really important for public speaking and your confidence um kevin has talked about this numerous times uh how important it is that you need to be able to defend yourself and talk your points thoroughly. And you have to do that in, obviously, when you're giving reasons for dairy judging, but not only in the workplace um, after we graduate. So I'm super excited. I love dairy cows and I love looking at nice dairy cows and, you know, judging them. But I'm also excited, you know, to build more personal skills and see myself grow well on the dairy judging team this fall. Well, uh, you had probably done Jerry judging in 4-H, right? Yes, a little bit. I did it as a, like, a, so the junior division, um, a little bit at State Fair and at Spring Show. But um, unfortunately, I had uh, my soccer practices, um, which start during the State Fair. So I never got to really compete as a senior and actually, like, give real reasons. Mm -hmm. So hopefully my reasons... We're a little rocky at the beginning of the week, but, you know, Kevin I and I have been working very hard, and um, they really have come around. So I was definitely involved in dairy judging as a younger kid, but definitely that's not where my um, that's not where my main focus was, I guess, just because of our other conflicts in my schedule. So. Right. So have you judged at any of the major dairy shows as a 4 -er? No, I haven't. Yeah, so only State Fair and New York Spring Show. So, yeah, this will be my first time at Harrisburg and Expo judging. So how does it feel to be a part of a team like that and to be able to go and see all the different farms? Yeah, I think it's, I, I mean, it's an honor, right? Because I've looked up to so many kids on the dairy judging team here at Cornell. You know, 
friends previously, but also people who, when I was younger, I was thought were just rock stars as juniors in the dairy industry and as young individuals in the dairy industry. So it's definitely an honor. And, you know, Cornell has a great track record, so I hope to continue that. Um, but I also think it's it's a really cool experience that and a cool opportunity that these farms around New York State are willing to support us as young individuals in the dairy industry and open their doors and, you know, open their barns to us and allow us to see their great cattle and evaluate their great cattle and talk, talk about great cattle. I think that's also another great component about dairy judging is it, it's a conversation. And, you know, everybody has different opinions, but it's always great to hear those opinions about different cows. And I think it's very interesting to see the farmer, how a farmer places a class versus how we place a class. Um, Cause we're just there for one day and a farm, you know, the farmer or the breeder is there every day with their cows. So definitely it's a great privilege to be on the dairy judging team and to be able to travel around the state and around the country to see all these great cattle. You know, that's a really good point about the farmer because when we used to open up our barn for the judging team to come in and, you know, we'd put together a couple of classes for them. And it was always fun for me to see how they place the cattle because in my mind, when I milked those cows morning and night, seven days a week, I had my favorites and they weren't always the ones they liked. We bring into it health traits, personality traits. He doesn't kick the milking machine off every single night. She's not bad of a cow. And I think another component of it too is like, you know, I got to judge some pretty cool cows this past week. We went to Oakfield, um, we went to Retso, um, just to name a few. So these are, some of these cows are like name named cows in the industry like you we go judge them i know exactly who they are mm -hmm. and that's kind of difficult as well because we're used to seeing these cows on show day and now we're just seeing them in their you know their working pants their working clothes however you want to put it uh -huh. and so you really have to evaluate the cow for for who she is that day which can be difficult so you kind of have to put your your opinions and pre you know what you've decided kind of beforehand aside because that, you know, if she's not the cow that she was at Expo last year, then she's not the cow she is, you know? Right. It's tough. You it's certainly tough. don't want to put Avianca in third. <laughs> I know. That was such a tough class. I know. Jamie, like, Jamie and Alicia were both there and tied them outside. And I'm just like, oh, you got to be kidding. And so my the heifer I had at State Fair is out of emoji, too. So I'm just like, well, you know, I don't want to make emoji look bad. I want her to look good, so my heifer looks good. <laughs> Poor Brooks, she was, she was, she's going dry here. I think they were going to dry her off within the next week or two, they were saying. So it's like, I love that cow, but, you know, she just isn't quite 100%. And then you have Avianca, who is just, you know, overwhelms you and, you know, her size capacity. And you're just like, I don't really know what to do with this. It really, I think Kevin was more like, oh, guys, have fun with this class. You can kind of talk, talk anyway. I'm so lucky lucky to live in New York State. I mean, there's a lot of great dairy states out there as well. Wisconsin, California, Ohio, just to name a few. But, like, New York has great cows and great people and great dairymen. And I'm very privileged to have grown up in this state and in this uh, junior association. Yes, yeah. yes, you so. are. Yes, you are. And I'm so glad that you realized that. 
that is that will take you so far good for you good for you tell me where you got this heifer that you won with at um new york state fair yes um so jack and i um drove down to maryland this past spring so i purchased her from uh, matt hallbaker sale oh, uh-huh. uh, this past spring yep uh she's actually i purchased her from pat lundy technically so i think pat must have gotten embryos or something from oakfields i went down there looking for a heifer that would take me um onto some of the bigger shows this past this fall because it's my last year so i kind of wanted a, a last hurrah so i was looking for a calf that was going to take me there and had a pedigree, you know, to continue, hopefully, to become a good cow later on, too. But I was really in looking for a nice heifer. So originally I went there and they're looking for a, a winter calf, but none of the winter calves jumped out at me. And so we moved on to something else. And so Jamie and Jack pointed out this one, and she actually was didn't look her best for sure at sale. So I was like, you know what, guys, I'm I'm going to trust you. You know, obviously, they know this industry and the cows a lot better than I do. So I was like, you know what, we'll see how on auction day goes. And I, so I ended up buying her and bringing her home. And she has progressed 100% and has changed quite a bit since um, that day. Yeah, so that's, that's where she came from. And that's kind of her origin story. What is she? Uh, she's an unstoppable out of um, Oakfields emoji. And so that it's backed by like seven generations of excellent, I'm pretty sure. So emoji goes back to the elegance family. What else do you have? Do you have any other heifers that you're excited about? So unfortunately, because I am in college at the current moment, my brothers and I have really slimmed down on what we own. I think probably at the peak of when we were really involved and we were all back home working mm-hmm. you know taking care of our cows we probably had around 20 to 25 amongst the three of us um but now that number is down to like five okay so so that number has really dropped so our animals are boarded at jack ross's at the current moment okay. and have been for the past uh two years so he does the day-to-day care during the school year and when my brother's home on the weekends he goes and helps jack with chores or miscellaneous things um and then when i was home and now that sam's home we're in charge of leading all the heifers so jack has our heifers there as well and then he has i think about maybe 10 of his own there and so when it comes to the show season we're at the farm three times a week leading heifers rinsing heifers um helping him whenever he needs help and then we you know work as a team and that's really what it is you know it's it's a team effort obviously jack's our mentor you know he's he's the one who has allowed us um to have such good animals and has um helped us uh develop our animals um even when we had cows back at our when we were taking care of our own heifers um he would always stop into our barn you know every other week or so and you know checking on our heifers and help us so he he is the wisdom he's the knowledge you know he's the one who's helping us guide us through but we're not that i want to say we're the grunt work but you know we're <laughs> the ones that are that are helping um 
him be able to, you know, have his animals and get his animals ready for the show. So, you know, he's there the day to day, but we're the ones that are, you know, helping him lead and helping him at the shows. And um, it's a very good relationship. Yes. Yes. And I'm so thankful for everything he has taught me and, you know, what he allows us to do. Um, So it kind of is like he's willing to take our animals, board them at his place for us. If, as long as we're willing to put in the effort to help him with his animals. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a a team effort for sure. For sure. So, yeah. So at the current moment, I really only own elusive. My brother has another fall calf at home that we decided to keep home. She's, she's pretty nice calf. She was just a little too small. And then he has a, Dorman out of Oakfield Salsa Dancer that's actually going to calf here soon um, with an altitude daughter or hopefully altitude daughter but that's really about our our small <laughs> um, herd <laughs> so Jack does not milk cows anymore right because this is just no. this is just show cows it's show heifers and then yep. what do you as your heifers calve where do they go um so right now our cows are boarded at Jason and Jordan Thomas's place in Turin. Um, so that's like 10 minutes away from Lowville. So um, that's where they're kept and uh, milked at. And, um, Do they have, how big is their herd? Uh, I think they milk around 60, I want to say. Mostly jerseys. They're, okay. they're jerseys. Um, but they do have their barn is originally made for jerseys but there is a small section that they built uh, some bigger stalls to accommodate our Holsteins and so that's where some of Jack's heifers get calved out as well and there are some other people who show cows um, in our county that also board some Holsteins there too so predominantly the Thomases have jerseys they have a, a few of their own Holsteins and then Rest of the whole scenes that are there are mostly boarded. Uh, Caleb is my older brother. He is just turned twenty five, and then my brother is Sam, and he is nineteen. So, what are your plans with cattle in the future? I mean, you want to just continue to show heifers, or are you are you going to flush anything? Are you going to flush elusive? What are you thinking about doing with her? Are you going to get into that game since you love genetics? What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I think we'll just, we're hoping to breed elusive. She should be getting bred, hopefully, here any week now um, to Cavern as a fall yearling in milk um, next year. Um, so that's kind of our, our main focus is just get her bred. I, I don't think I'll uh, flush her as a heifer, but we'll see how she calves in. And if she calves in, as I hope she should, definitely I'm interested in IVFing her. We'll see where this year takes me. I think I really just need to, unfortunately, as much as I love showing cattle and I've been involved with it and I would hope I want to be involved with it in the future. I think right now I just need to kind of figure out where my career is going to be and where I'm going to be before I can make any too big of purchases or commitments on um, other animals. So I think we're going to kind of keep it small for the current moment, but definitely in the future, it's the part of the dairy industry that I, that I love and I'm most passionate about. And without it, you know, I wouldn't love rest of it, but it's, it's what makes me excited. So I would, I would love to continue to show cattle, but right now 
to kind of offset that these past couple of years because of college, I, I haven't really had anything that I have been too invested in, in cows at least. I have gone out to Expo with um, the Reynolds family, Ryan Crest, and worked for them and worked for them in a couple different shows. So maybe if I don't even have my own cattle to start out with quite yet, I hope to continue to, you know, work for other people and go to the other shows and still be able to have a, a piece of, you know, that side of the industry. I guess that's kind of my answer. Okay, long, yeah. long way around it. But yeah, no, that's yeah. fine. That's good. What about national convention? Did you go? This past year, I did not. No. Um, unfortunately, well, it's not that it's, it is unfortunate. I, I wish I would have gone because I, all the pictures and all the stuff was so cool. But, Bullard family, their two kids both competed in competitions. So they went as a family um, out to Kentucky. So I stayed back at the farm and made sure things were running smoothly. So it was kind of a trade off. And it's unfortunate I didn't get to go. Would have loved to, but you know, I was back at the farm experiencing and learning different things. So that's what happens with dairy families, right? I mean, not everybody gets to go. <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely a sacrifice on your part, but good for you. And you should graduate in the spring? Yeah, May, May 2024. Yep, that's what that's what my resume says, so it's got to be true. Uh, and how long has it taken you to get through? Four years. So okay, typical. Yep. good for you. Okay. What do your parents do? Uh, my mom is a dentist, and my dad runs a, a small engine shop. So really no, no ag ties in that department at all. So it kind of, the three of us kids kind of all fell in love with ag and the dairy industry without really anybody really forcing us into it. It's just something we've all loved and enjoyed. And so it's, I've joined the dairy industry by choice, I guess, completely by choice. <laughs> That's a great statement. So I'll tie in with um, Oakfield at Harrisburg and then I'll um, tie her in with uh, Reynolds at so I, I'll, I'll work for Reynolds after the judging competition's over. But yeah, so she'll go with um, Oakfield at Harrisburg, and then she'll be with Raincrest Reynolds family um, at Expo. To be able to go with two really great herds to the two big shows, I mean, that is really cool that you get that opportunity it is a cool opportunity to have her, you know, tied in with Oakfield, obviously some of the the best cows in the industry and then and then Reynolds with some of the the best heifers in the industry you know like I've had the opportunity to work with the Reynolds at several different shows and learn a lot from them as well and then you know Jack being so close to Oakfield you know I've had animals tied in through Oakfield and you know I've talked to Jamie and Alicia and you know having that experience between the two of you know some of the best cows in New York State and, and in the nation really it's it's really yeah that is a privilege for sure. Thank you for joining us for the DAT Extra podcast, a production of Dairy Agenda Today with Rachel Van Buren. I'm Melissa Hart. You can listen to this on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to like and share this podcast. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time.